they can learn from Uncle Lloyd. <laughs> oh, no. He was making screaming noises, pretending to be the trampoline. So, no one told me when I was at school that the bin men were earning more than the teachers. <laughs> we're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast, episode 12. It's time for celebration. The news we've all been waiting for for months now. We're all so happy at Knowlton HQ right now because I can finally reveal in episode 12 of the Business Anchors Podcast... I've had a haircut. Wee. If you're if you're a viewer of the podcast right now, you you can see the top of my head for the first time in about six or seven episodes. And it looks didn't didn't the guy who did it didn't give you the thing you wanted? You said to me. Oh it, no no I mean this haircut definitely wasn't what I asked for. But I what I, did you ask for? I oh that's a good question. Uh, I said. Oh God, anyway, no. it's not that interesting. Yeah. Carry on. I'm just worried. Well, as soon as you asked me that, I'm worried that I wasn't very good with my communication. But yeah, I made sure I was the first uh, haircut when they opened because I thought could be risky going to a barber's. Loads of people going into mm. one place. But I thought if I'm the first one. And it, um, it looks great. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I knew you were being sarcastic then. So What are we, do, but, what are we doing today? What's this one uh, We're talking about haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we are talking about education yeah i i'm i'm excited about this one because i think because yours is terrible uh no, clearly my education was brilliant because <laughs> i've turned out so well yeah no but i we, we're going to talk about education kind of as in school and uni and stuff but also in a business context of like educating mm. yourself about business and improving but i think we've got a nice mixture of things to talk about like funny stories of us being at school and mm. university and stuff but also the kind of discussions on the education system and, I think and critiquing that for we, business and things we kind of went through a similar sort of journey in terms of the things we did ish but we we also had a very different experiences i think in terms of we both went to uni oh and we both went to the we, same primary and secondary school yeah. but we had completely different experiences i think I think, but i think our attitudes to education and school are very different as mm. well throughout doing similar things mm. um which and is, one of us did really well and the other one didn't but we'll just I oh, guess put we'll down in the comments who you think did well <laughs> and who didn't I, you say did well Dan um, you're just talking about the traditional academic sense <laughs> uh, we'll be discussing this later Lloyd found himself <laughs> I found and lost myself many times during my education um, yeah so, so that's what we're going to be covering um, I think it'll be interesting for people who are wondering what to do in terms of like if you're thinking about any kind of higher education because we've done, been mm. there done it also people who are in bit from a business sense who are thinking mm. how can i learn stuff and then sell my products or services because yeah. we've yeah. learned in a very different way and, and this this podcast will be useful for everyone because if you're if you're a, a parent <laughs> we're talking about the education system for your children <laughs> oh, if you're God. if you're actually in education you're younger still relatable to if you if you can say education then it's for you yeah. as well cause so bring all your friends and families get a headphone splitter <laughs> um, get them listening with you um, gather around turn the volume up in that car <laughs> this will be useful for the toddler in the back of the car you're trying to get to sleep they'll know exactly what to do throughout their education they can learn from Uncle Lloyd <laughs> oh no that sounds so creepy yeah. okay anyway um, yeah. yeah so it will be interesting because we school um, coming out of school used to be very Oh right, 
you either go into a trade or you go to university um, or go and go and get yourself a job in in Tesco's or with mm. Steve down the road who cleans windows. I think there yeah. are much there are more options coming out of education and that kind of thing. Do you remember who is that person you meet when you're in secondary school? A careers that was uh, called his, something. His Connections. Name, his name is Mr. Toe. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if that's just our school, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure everyone. I don't think Mr. Toe covers the whole of the UK. Like. No. No. Hi Derek, if you're listening. <laughs> you're not. Um, <laughs> he was a wicked teacher, wasn't he? Yeah, he was brilliant. He, I think he, is he still at Dancourt? It's strangely he is, yeah. Um strangely That's when wonderful. when I started secondary school in the year 2000 or 2001, he was uh he was about 75 and he and he still is. I don't know what's <laughs> happened there. He's still there, looks exactly the same age. I think he just doesn't yeah. age. Um he could still beat me in a 100 meters race. <laughs> Great teacher. Um, he, he used to do a lot of non-PC stuff, like give, give he, kids, like fat kids, he nicknames was, like fatty. He was traditional. Uh, <laughs> traditional. I mean, like more, yeah. I mean, he probably he should. He called some of my ginger fatty as their nicknames. And I don't yeah. think you'd quite get away with that now. Yeah, no, no, you wouldn't now. I think he may have had to adapt his style <laughs> with that. Um, I remember what was quite a nickname? large boy, uh, another large boy, I should say, <laughs> on the trampolines at school. And he was making screaming noises, pretending to be the trampoline. So... <laughs> There were elements of his teaching that weren't as good as the others. Um, How'd you get but away with I that? think overall, if anyone's listening that uh, knows Mr. Toe, very good experience. Yeah, I think most people say he was definitely a good was a positive impact on my life and encouraged me to lose weight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so our so early education, Dan. Mm. Um, Do you mean primary school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in the UK, because obviously <laughs> our listeners, uh, we've been trending, uh, trending, charting in Italy. So maybe it'd be called something different in, in Italy. Uh, so uh, grazie for listening, uh, <laughs> Italians. But yeah, primary school. I, I had a very. Uh, I remember the moment in primary school where my personality completely changed. What you stopped crying when people spoke to you? Yes. <laughs> so I went. I was very shy. Uh, when I was young, I think we've just Extremely we seem to always talk about this. But Mrs. Lowe's magic Dan just tells tissues. everyone that I cried, and yeah, Mrs. Lowe's had magic. Hi, Lord, how are you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come on, we're just we're just trying to help you. Stop crying every time we look at you. Um, but yeah, I was really shy and really, you know, like Dan said, to the extent of crying when people looked at me. And I <laughs> I remember the moment in my head when I kind of got into the juniors of school. So what? Well, I'm, year three is I'm like eight, nine. Yeah, eight, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And there was a click in my head. I suddenly thought, like, I was looking. I don't at, need to cry. I remember everyone. looking around the playground, thinking, kids that are, like confident just do what they want. Seem to have so much fun, and I'm just over here scared <laughs> to talk to anyone. And I just, well, actually, uh, one of my Angie's mum, Barbara. Um, hi, Barbara, if you're listening. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, she says she she remembers the moment where I was just, um, I was really shy, and then I just started getting my bum out and ran around the playground showing everyone my bum and suddenly went really weird and outgoing and I remember that because I remember being at cricket club after school doing a Mooney uh, and and some parents walking past and, and then I wasn't allowed to go to cricket club for a couple of weeks <laughs> I don't remember you getting your bum out all the yeah. time but it was to that extent I suddenly was like I can have fun I can just do what I want I had to had to rein it in with the bum out thing <laughs> yeah. but yeah I really did my personality changed mm. in primary school and really yeah yeah, it's yeah I don't think I was I don't think I was that shy No, you weren't I don't you think were I was, opposite. no I was the opposite Yeah 
I was more outgoing, wasn't I? But more consistently mm. outgoing, I'd say, mm. just throughout rather than... I do think primary school teachers... Because a lot, when we talk about education, most people, I think, would focus on secondary... You know, when you think, oh, that teacher that really... Yeah. You know, they turn... You talk about secondary education or you, you talk about university doing something. But I think primary school teachers really have a huge... Im- it's not necessarily an impact you remember... Mm because you're so young but you you're developing and learning so quickly that I, I just think remember hats off to primary school teachers. do you remember your reception teacher's name mine was mrs beckley mine was mrs lowe's yeah magic tissues year one uh mrs ross she was a bit mrs. crazy <laughs> it's weird how you remember stuff i just remember mrs beckley being so lovely and nice and yeah, mum yeah. and dad always take the mick out of me yes miss beckley yes yeah, Ms. Beckley. you were very much a teacher's pet yeah but yeah so so positive uh, oh uh, one of my memories of you at school, Dan, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you remember this. So, because me and Dan are two and a half years apart, we kind of cross paths in primary school and uh, secondary school. Mm. And the first day of you in juniors, Dan, so you joined me in the juniors playground. Were you going to a different infants. playground? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. So, you came into there, and I remember you kind of, oh, hello, oh, I'm a junior. <laughs> oh. Thinking you'd, you're basically a man now. <laughs> and you played football with. A group of people the, that I, the, I usually played with football the sponge with. balls where you could tread yeah, on the sponge, the sponge balls, balls and on tackle you. Yeah, and if it rains, you get it hit at you. You just got a massive <laughs> wet patch on you. Um, and you played one day, and it was kind of one of those things where it was like normal teams, like oh, this is who I play with. This is the team. That's the team. And yeah. I think someone was off sick or something, so Dan played instead of them. Mm. And then the day after, Dan just I thought he he expected to be in. So like, I played with these guys yesterday. And they're like, oh no, like. Uh, Alex is, is back now, so you can't <laughs> play. Dan just uh, cried loads um, <laughs> and wouldn't stop crying. So I have, I actually walked over to the field with him, sat down with him and tried to comfort him. And then I cried loads. Um, and that was Dan's second day of year. For the, <laughs> do three you at remember that? I do not remember I, Well, that. I remember it because I was cry- I'm quite an emotional person. If someone <laughs> I like or love cries, I'm basically there <laughs> sobbing with them. Yeah. But I think that's why I remember it. I was, it was quite emotional at that time. Yeah. How weird that like something so emotional, like, that boy didn't let me play football <laughs> with him. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it'll be okay. We'll get through this. It'll be fine. Do you know what I remember doing? That just made me remember doing weird things. Like, I remember thinking it was cool in that one, of, one of those years when it rained and you got really wet and you'd go outside and like whoever got the wettest was the coolest. And I remember one day... Not sure that was a thing. <laughs> no, no, but I don't know why. I remember one day literally going into the toilets and just getting the tap on, and just covering myself <laughs> in water so that I looked wetter than the other people. Oh. Oh, I mean, God. you were a fan of the wet look gel for a number of years. Oh, yeah, that, I... that was crispy. <laughs> you could get crispier you in the could, rain yeah. as well. You could crack Dan's hair. I remember curling. You basically got a curly brush. I really used to be into my hair. Like, I would not leave the house without it. Used to. And I used to, got you, you gelled it and then you got a, a curl, like a curly brush, I can't think of what it's called, it's a round brush. And you kind of gel it and then you get to the front and you twist it. And then you had like, it looked like a wave going over like a, a quiff. God, you always have been so cool, Dan. <laughs> Thanks for talking us through how we get really cool wet look, uh, like yeah. a wave on your yeah. head. We're actually sponsored by, <laughs> what was that, Shockwaves? Do you remember that gel? Shockwaves. You Make your hair look soaking wet all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but we've, we had some good times yeah. at school, I think. What about mo- moving on to talk about secondary school as well? What was your... Because some, some people come out of school, absolutely love it. Some mm. people come out of school and they're like, oh, God, I hated school. And then there's people in the middle. How Do you remember kind of how you felt at school? Did you feel like under pressure? Did you feel just like, oh, this is fun? Or what What was your... I remember? mainly enjoyed it. 
I think. Mm. I mainly, um, I was like, I tried hard and I got good grades and stuff, but I was also a bit of a rebel and mm. had a group of mates and had fun and sort of did naughty stuff as well. So <laughs> Ooh, I had a good combo stuff. of doing, trying hard and getting good grades so sort of mum and dad were happy, mm. but then also did do quite a few naughty mm. things as well. Yeah. What about you? What was your? What would you say? I, your? So I, I absolutely loved school. The whole, as in throughout uh, preschool, whatever, and then secondary school. Yeah, mainly, mainly secondary school. But I just, I loved every minute of it, and it's which I think is quite afro. unusual. Remember, you had an afro. I did for a little bit. Yeah, that's really good. And you used to bring an afro home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we don't, we don't need to talk about how terrible my hair was at one point. So you enjoyed it then? Yeah, I, I loved it. And Why I did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it because I was going to a place all day, five days a week, with a group of really good friends and just having a laugh. And because of my personality, I didn't feel any pressure because I wasn't bothered about doing well. Mm. Um, <laughs> and so for me, it was just going and having fun. <laughs> just yeah, playing one bath for mates. Yeah, I'm just going with my mates. Occasionally, we have to sitting there and learn about chromosomes but other than that um, <laughs> Did, I remember you doing weird stuff in sick you hit a bit of a rebel stage in sick form remember when you came in one day you like got drunk in sick form and you and another day you did the milk challenge where you just de- tried to download the milk no, and were sick no, of it you're, you're, you're remembering that wrong what then what? so the other a group of other guys are you sure you did bit, the milk or you did a no. chilli challenge or something I can tell you Dan just okay, listen go on. A group of other guys were doing the milk challenge, which is basically you just try and down four pints of milk and it, it makes you physically sick because your body can't handle that. So because I've got a very weak stomach, I didn't, I didn't participate. But So this group of guys were doing the milk challenge. They started puking up everywhere. Then because I saw them, I started puking up everywhere. Oh, well, you used to have a really weak stomach. So we'd walk past a bird poo and we'd point out to Lloyd and he'd literally be gagging. Do you yeah. remember that? I remember on the way to a university exam, a bird pooed next to me and then I was sick. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, that's... But yeah, I, I just... I really, really liked school. And I think... I don't know... I'm trying to work out why I was so unbothered about... The, the only reason I was putting effort in was to, to make mum and dad happier. But mm. I still I still only did that for like the first week of term then forgot about it. Well, no, there was one one topic, subject that you really put a lot of effort into. What? Drama. <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd loved his drama, didn't you? Well, I you were you had a group you of girls. Say that I you, put you... effort into it. Yeah, it was more GCSE drama. I was the only boy in the class. <laughs> uh, but I actually I only got a C for GCSE because I I physically didn't hand in my coursework. Oh really? So I got like an A for my practical, mm. but when you when you put it with a U for the mm. the other stuff, it equals. And wasn't there? Oh, it's not funny. But your drama teacher sort of. Got done, oh, very done, dodgy. Done for... Very dodgy. He just <laughs> filmed us. Uh, burlesque when it got the girls to dress yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, it was, was now very it's so, strange. He's definitely in prison. I'm he? surprised it wasn't in the papers and stuff. But I think obviously the Did he just get all the girls to dress up in skimpy outfits yeah, and film them? He took them, them to Ann Summers to, to get outfits for the school play, which then got allowed to go ahead, but just to pair the, the girls' just parents and no one else. And he also filmed my drama class and said oh it's for the examiners and then when he left suddenly um <laughs> surprisingly um we were like oh do you need to film any more for the examiners like no we don't need to film anything for the examiners <laughs> oh, so it's like God. okay so yeah all of it oh, weird that was but um 
yeah. that's a discussion for another day <laughs> and another police station. <laughs> but yeah. I think all round, we're, we, we are quite lucky that we enjoyed school. I think a lot, for a lot of people, school, like for our dad, I don't think he enjoys school. No. For a lot of people, school isn't fun. I think it's we, not very we nice were hugely lucky. I think a, hu- a huge thing about your enjoyment of school is having a good group of friends. Yeah. Because you, there, there are, and I think especially now, kids really feel under pressured with exams and tests and things and that kind of thing and not everyone's like me that just didn't have a care in the world mm. and felt happy um so i think having good friends around you really does affect it. and if you if you don't have that i can understand why you yeah. wouldn't like school and kids can be um mean yeah. you know i i look back at some things that i thought well yeah i used to joke around with that person i look back and think actually that you could have been upsetting yeah. that yeah, person I'm, I was like that. but I in was hindsight like... you can see that but when you're a kid you just go oh we're all <laughs> mucking around yeah um so i do think i completely understand why school could be tough for some people. i also think it's weird do you remember sats yeah. like taking sats and how we were we were made to but sats are basically just the school deciphering how clever you are nothing to do with your progress really mm. but well, i remember feeling so much pressure to to revise for hours and hours for these sats and feeling like it was a it was a thing that you actually yeah and i know that's that's a big argument a lot of people say and because i think sats are more about judging how the school's doing um just put the kids under pressure and then yeah it's the children when you're kids you don't really understand why you're doing tests you just Mm. think i've got to do well my teacher said i've got to try hard Mm. and i'm and Mm. my mum and dad want me to do well and Mm. grandma says she'll buy me a five pound toy if i do well and i think yeah i i do feel and I, i also think I don't know. A lot of those tests don't really make sense. Oh no, like the non-verbal reasoning and all those. Do you know if this shape slightly moves sideways a bit well, times was, three? Yeah, because we <laughs> live in in Kent in an area where it was called the eleven plus. Now I think it's just called the Kent test. Yeah. But if you pass, you go to grammar school, um, and if you fail, you don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it. Was basically IQ tests and things, and I I I do think this isn't fair because I feel the more wealthy families basically got private tutors in mm. to, to train their children how to pass. Not mm. necessarily meaning they're more intelligent than other children. They just had more. But but it's like you train to get good at the test rather mm. than anything else. And I don't know, I don't think that's a very fair system because at the end of the day, being able to afford private tutoring will give yeah. you a better... Do you also remember another thing they used to sort of, which again is an on-PC thing, they used to threaten you, not threaten you, but say... Um, oh, if you don't try hard, you'll be a bin man. And I, I watched an episode of Come Dine With Me last night and yeah. a bloke was sort of saying that and yeah. then one of the people there was a, a refuge yeah. thing. And he's like, it's that, weird that they put That was put a normal down. thing. <laughs> oh, you'll be a bin man. <laughs> so no, one to- bin man. <laughs> no one told me when I was at school that the bin men were earning more than the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be careful. They should be saying, be careful, otherwise you might be a teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But because um, you were you were gonna be you obviously went to uni didn't you and you were gonna be a teacher but then yeah. didn't you not like the idea of all the you basically go home and mark books all night on yeah uh, the the overall I mean I like to um, work not hard uh, um. and that was hard <laughs> <laughs> no I I was I I came out of it I qualified as a primary school teacher mm. but I was twenty I don't think I'd even turned twenty one yet when I was because I was one of the younger ones. Mm. Um, and I was looking at the kind of the lifestyle of a teacher and they 
like I said, hats off to teachers because they work so hard. Mm. And it's not like, you know, people go, oh, got the school holidays off, yeah. oh, nine till three. And it's like, yeah. it's the complete opposite of that. It's like, yeah, they, oh, so they've got those two weeks off. Yeah. Mm, they might have a couple of days where they don't yeah. have to do stuff. They, they do only get six mm. weeks off of summer as well. So. <laughs> You're one of them, aren't you? <laughs> um, no, but I know you mean they've got to do loads but of... Yeah, so I was being 20, I kind of looked at it and thought, I basically didn't want to sign myself up to that lifestyle yet. I kind mm. of thought, oh, well, let's try some different stuff. And I've got that qualification if I want to go mm. to that. And I really enjoyed the time in the classroom actually teaching, but it was it was the paperwork and things around yeah. it that I... Do you remember hearing any like weird stories from school, things that happened? I've got one in mind, which is pretty horrendous. But it was, it was a kid below me at school. You know, you hear those mm. stories. This is actually true. But right. he, he, um, it's horrible, but he basically took a dump on a teacher's desk. Did you hear is about this that one? Is this one of those things where you say he and it's you? <laughs> no. No. Really? No, no, no. I, I do remember something like that. Yeah. Just in, like, I get, imagine going into your... Te- oh, secondary school teacher. I don't know if I'd be cut out for that. No way. Pe- like, Some putting of up with kids that are just... Well, we went to, we went to a grammar school that... On average, uh, there's normally less behavioural behavioral issues and things. Mm. Um, but still, but still, still yeah, I, I couldn't have dealt with you it. Yeah, people there. taking dumps on teachers' desks. Yeah. You know. Imagine I, like a... I went back to do... Um, we had to When I trained to be a primary school teacher, we had to do an alternative placement. So we basically had to do a, a placement around education that wasn't in a primary school. Mm. So you could go to a... A nursery or Some you could, theater. you could yeah. um yeah, you could go to like a, a drama school, but I went You obviously to, went to that then. <laughs> no. <laughs> I went I went back to Dane Court in the PE department. Mm. Um and because I was like I think I was nineteen at the time, mm. but some of the oldest kids doing sport were had already turned eighteen. Yeah. So that was really <laughs> weird. Like, uh, respect me, because I'm <laughs> I'm your teacher now. Um but yeah, that I, I, I wouldn't have been cut out for that. I remember as well, the, the sport the teacher had to it. go in and do, they had to do a sex education session. So like, <laughs> uh, Lloyd, it was my friend's brother as well. So Lloyd, you're coming in with me doing this. And in front of this group of 18 year olds, <laughs> I just went, um, guys, we, we've got a, uh, today, I know you'll be giggling stuff. We're going to be learning about condoms. Um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about masturbation. And, and then he said, and uh, for that section, I've, brought in an expert on masturbation this is mr <laughs> nolton <laughs> and i was just sat there in front of them and they were all sniggering and i was kind of like you have made me look like a and i was like no 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 i'm not kids that's that's not who i am <laughs> um oh but yeah that was well either, have you got any other interesting stories from school that pop out into your head I've loads got... of weird stuff happened at your in your year yeah, do you know you what? had the hard crew? Do you know didn't you? What? That was the I, hard crew. Something I did at school. Do you want to hear my most rebellious thing I ever did at school? I reckon. <laughs> Go on. How how long can like you face criminal charges for stuff? I Bro- don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, let's just say Brian did this. My friend Brian. Yeah. So my friend Brian. Yeah. We had the sick form common room that was like this little hut. Yeah. Um, that we had when you get into sick form it's like, oh, I'm intrigued cool. now we've got our own little area and we had yeah. like a Nintendo 64 we in hung the out. corner and like oh yeah we just hung or out your uh, only older kids can come here because we're so cool <laughs> uh, no none of you younger kids thanks <laughs> and so it was like quite a cool area and stuff 
And I got a area. <laughs> oh, God, I sound like God. such a dad now. This is this really awesome area. Um, where we, we had games consoles. Um, and I there was like a, a system for the fire exit where you had to break a glass tube and mm. um, and the door opened. Yeah. So that glass tube got broken for whatever reason. I wasn't involved with that, mm. officer. Um, <laughs> and then so... A, uh, Someone had shoved a bit of wood to kind of take place of that glass tube. So then, if you want to get out, you move the bit of wood, and then you escape the fire. Um, And I, I devised a plan where I, I took the bit of wood out and put a a bit of pencil in there, tied a bit of string to it, put it outside the door, so that I could get into the building uh, if it was locked. And then one Friday night, we just went there and, and got drunk. (laughs) <laughs> really? like midnight on a Friday night and and one of the sports teachers we had to wait for ages on the ground of this floor without putting any lights on because she was just playing badminton in the sports hall with her friends really? she was probably a rebel as well probably no one knew she was doing that um, but yeah oh we God. just did I think that's probably that one of the most quite rebellious for you, you other than um, putting a uh, a bra up on the flagpole um, oh yeah yeah I did that as well did you used to bench people? Do you remember benching? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. But I, I, I'd say yes, but I was probably benched as much as I got benched. <laughs> well, basically, someone goes on their hands and knees behind someone, and then you push them, and they just yeah, fall over. very weird. Um, yeah. we, we, I think we should. That's enough about our weird school okay. stories, anyway. But um, we're we're going to be talking more about actually the <laughs> the education system and um, less about us and more about that kind of thing soon. But um, I've I've got an idea, Dan. Go on. For, this will be more relevant to viewers of the podcast. Okay. So if you don't know, guys, if you are listening, you can view this podcast on YouTube, um, and there's also clips that we post on the Knowlton when Lloyd actually uploads it. Twitter and uh, so on. I think I'm going to ignore that comment. And <laughs> um, so I've got an idea. If you leave us a review with the words "my face" in your review, so and don't make it obvious. So it could be something like. Oh, this really made my face hurt when I was laughing so much about how hilarious Lloyd is. Or, um, oh, great to have this content in my face. You know, you've, you've, got, you've got to be better than that. If you put the words my face in your review for the next episode, yeah. you see that screen behind us with our faces on? I see that screen behind us with our faces on, yeah. We're going to put a listener's face in the middle of it oh for a whole God. episode. How amazing I know, I know. So you can tell your grandkids there was one episode of this weird business podcast that not many people listened to and my face was on a screen oh, but no one yeah. really viewed it but my face was there. I mean, yeah. what an incentive. I know. So I, I can imagine we're going to be, be getting a huge <laughs> amount of reviews this week uh, because who wouldn't want that? Basically, the one person that says my face in your re- review, you get in your face on there. Yes. Yeah. There might be two. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and as I said before, we've been charting in Italy this week so... Uh, Grazie, all you Italians out there. Amore. Yes. Um, cool. So, looking more at the education system, mm. Dan, mm. in this country, in the UK, or, well, we could talk about globally, but mm. do you think, so we went, we said we went down a similar route of uh, school and then we went to university mm. and then came up with university and got a job. Do you think, like, what we went through did well to set us up for life do you think oh you said life then which i was about to say no but you said life so i I think i don't want to go gary v on it Mm. but i do think the education system is broken all right gary 
for 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 a number of reasons. Just hustle, man. No, for a number of reasons. Firstly, um, I don't th- I don't think you learn enough about practical shit, mm. like setting up a bank account or how to manage money and not spend it all and getting loads of debt or like practical stuff like that. I think you learn mm. algebra and. Uh, non-verbal reasoning and random stuff that you never really end up using unless you've got a job that's like mm. a mathematician or something mm. so i think that that's one reason it's broken secondly i think when it gets to university especially now i think a few years ago the university fees like times by three mm. i went when it was three times less expensive and i got in 25 grand debt i think to do mm. my course but i think university isn't the right isn't the right approach unless you're doing a job where you need like a doctor or a solicitor mm. or a lawyer where you literally need to remember certain things and yeah. learn certain things like business i think you're i've learned way more by doing it rather than i learned i've i haven't i've i reckon i've applied probably five percent of what i learned at uni to mm. this business yeah I, and it costs 25 grand yeah what you said about the cost of uni and things that that really that shifted my thoughts even more to the side of don't get me wrong so uni can be right for people there's definitely Mm. value in it but i definitely don't think it's right for the amount of people going to university because people are getting to 30 40 like upwards of forty thousand pounds worth of debt to to complete a three-year course now and i just think that what what could you do with that forty thousand pounds to to make you a a more rounded person, more prepared for this world. Surely there's but, a huge amount you can but, do. But hmm. you can't think like that because you can't just get a 40 grand loan for that. You can get a 40 grand loan to go to uni, but you can't just go to a bank when you're 17 and say, can I have a 40 grand loan to go traveling, can but you? It, but is there, but should we as society be thinking, hang on, if we're, if we're lending people 40,000 pounds to do university course, why aren't we lending them totally. 40,000 pounds to... Um, to work for an employer so, part-time for three years and just yep. cover their costs. So in my, I know there are apprenticeship schemes, but, you know, more... On more reflection creative. for me, mm. I've kind of shit on uni a bit, but I, I did. I genuinely got... The, the huge value I got was that... I know it's probably cliche, but the life experience. Like, mm. I learned how to interact with other people better and how yeah. to work in teams and groups and with other people and had life experiences that set me up and I feel have, have helped get me to where I'm today. However... I reckon I could have got those experiences through like a year of traveling mm. for for a fraction of the cost. Mm. So in my mind, if this was a thing on reflection, what would have what would I think would have helped me progress further than I am today? Hopefully doing this mm. with you, but we'd be further on. Mm. I'd say doing a year or two years kind of traveling to get the life experience. Mm which I don't know how much traveling costs now. You can probably a few thousand pounds a year or something, maybe. It depends yeah. where you go and the not, lifestyle But not 25 grand. It's going to be less than mm. that. So do that for a couple of years to kind of find myself or whatever and get those experiences. <laughs> and then from then come back and just work from the ground up in an agency, mm. like starting by making the teas and then building your way up. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think, I, I reckon we'd be further along yeah, I do. From, from my input in the business, yeah. I don't know what you 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 might have a different opinion. What do you think on reflection? No, I what do you I, th- I definitely so, so there were very positive things that came out of university for me that I will talk about. But when it comes to what we're doing now, um, I don't feel there's very few things that university has helped me with, and I feel 
for those three years, I could have been doing much more useful What has it helped you with? Because I'll be interested to hear. What would you say? So one, so it's helped me with the, the best thing ever that's happened in my life. Oh, I remember what you say. Critical thinking. Oh, that's, that's the second. Oh, okay, go on. <laughs> the first thing is I got a university degree, came at university, got a temporary job at Boots one Christmas. Oh. And they said to me, because you've got a degree, you're going to go in the pharmacy. And I said, but my degree's nothing to do with medicine. Okay, no, well, no one else has got one. So they're on the tills. You're in the pharmacy. That's where I met my wife. And now we're happily married. So and there got you go. Leo. So, and you're ultra happy. So, so that without actually... the degree, that wouldn't have happened. But you can't really plan for that to happen. Imagine so, that. You went down a different path. You're on the tills, Lloyd, because you haven't got a degree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you met just, that girl on the tills. She just looked over at me. Like, oh, not, not good enough for me. I'm in the, I'm in the pharmacy. Um, so that's you, one good thing. So one good thing. Like you said, Dan... There was literally one lecture out of the whole three years that was right that at the you start went to. <laughs> that I went to that was about critical thinking and actually not just listening to what society puts in front of us, mm. you know, news, friends, mm. family, um, information sources, actually mm. looking at everything, critically thinking about, Why should, is it should like I that? believe this? Mm. Why has this been communicated Why this way? Why should businesses what, be corporate? Why can't yeah. you be uncorporate? Yeah. What questions I can be... And that that's helped me in my whole life. So, but was that could i have learned that lesson uh for cheaper than twenty five thousand pound debt and three years of my life probably yeah you just never um, know though it's so mm. annoying or not annoying but it's pointless to think on reflection mm. you know oh, what would have happened if you wouldn't have gone to uni and you just will never know yeah i do think my university course was terrible value though it might it might have been my Didn't people just not turn experience. up and stuff like the, I t- used the to lecturers. Go to lectures and they the, the people teaching just didn't turn it was very badly organized they just wouldn't turn up so then i'd just go home it'd be kind of a whole day of just go home and get drunk yeah <laughs> fine got nothing to do vodka and dominoes it is again um add to that student debt mm. um but yeah and just for the time that i was actually learning or the opportunity to learn didn't didn't always turn up but just didn't add up to how much yeah we were paying for it yeah um, and then i i know we've said this story before we say it really quickly i still love the story of you got so annoyed of yourself going out every day to clubs and stuff that you used to go to uni dressed <laughs> in really rubbish clothes that you wouldn't want to go out in and then you then to stop yourself going out and then you'd end up going, just buying a whole outfit whilst out and yeah. about with <laughs> didn't work i'd get talked into it at uni then i'll just go down to canterbury high street and buy a full set of new clothes <laughs> to then go out in the evening i know i remember another thing you said about because you you were it's a known thing you were terrible with money when you were younger yeah. like at mm. uni because didn't you and it, i kind of get the feeling because i had it as well you've never had more than probably like 100 quid in your bank up until the age yeah. of uh 18 well, my paper round when i left my paper round they were paying 16 pounds a week <laughs> And then you go to uni, boom, 1,500 quid or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. You, you literally thought you'd done the lottery. Oh, here's your student loan for the next, right, that's a couple of thousand pounds. Oh, and also you got a £1,500 overdraft. I was basically there like... <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> am I Bill Gates? <laughs> I, can, I can do anything in the world I want to. And, and you did. And what I want to do is buy a bottle of vodka <laughs> and buy two for Tuesday's Domino's pizza. Um yeah, you just, you just got in but, but again, that's you? that's interesting about education. Obviously, like I should have, I, I should have at, at the age of eighteen, hopefully, been more mature and responsible. But if <laughs> I'm honest, I wasn't. And I think should should it just makes sense, surely, at school to be learning about finances and like, you know when you just spend your overdraft. <laughs> 
uh, you have to pay that back, and then the interest adds up Lloyd to this. Lloyd, Lloyd would just spend all of his overdraft, get to the bottom, and then just contact another bank provider and get another credit card. Uh, yeah, I was uh, not even another one. I was paying off the same bank's overdraft with a loan from that bank, and they're like, "Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's all right." Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you. But you're you're really good now. But I'm guessing. It, you... But again, it's just one of these weird things. We're talking about education and learning. So I learned from that terrible experience and paying off that debt. For, for, years. A, for a number of years that and now I like to think I'm very good with money and finances mm, and planning minted. with money <laughs> no, definitely not but I'm not stupid with money um, yeah. and so I learned that so it's kind of like oh was it worth it and it's I don't know you but don't know because you don't know the little things that, we're just talking about the things we, we are aware that we've learned and got there's probably tons of things that we don't even know we learned because one thing happened that impacted us and the butterfly effect I, of that that's ingrained in us because we yeah. feel I also think there's a difference in learning the normal academic stuff at, at secondary school and uni and actually learning to be a better more rounded person and I mm. with university it's still I know there are now grants and things but it's still my, certainly my experience with was that it was full of uh, people that were a bit more comfortable financially and their families were um, and and whereas I felt people that families that didn't have as much money were more encouraged like oh no you need to go out and get a job and I feel like so just being surrounded by people that were wealthy enough to go to university yeah. does, does that set you up well for life to uh, will you be I, as good of a hmm. rounded person if you're just surrounded by people that are yeah more highly educated and have more money I don't know looking back at the moments in my life where I feel on reflection that I've learned the most are when something's really impacted me like either in a negative or positive way so like after university when I did my graduate job at Enterprise Rent-A-Car mm. one of the I, I when I started the job I, I fucked up loads of times basically I just mm. mucked up and um one of them I remember um my I had I drove a van for the first time in the wash bay and basically with the way the business is set up the branch manager gets a percentage of the profits so if you muck something up it basically hits his hits his wage because he has mm. to pay for the repair of the and i just was driving out the wash bay and i just heard and like just scraped the whole side of this van he just it's literally thousands of pounds coming out of his pocket mm. and then like the feeling of i know that's only a small lesson don't drive a van into the side of a wall but yeah. it's the things where maybe you, people should do courses on that <laughs> when you you have when you make a mistake and mm. you feel really rubbish they're the things that you remember and think i do not want to get that rubbish feeling again yeah. and they're the things where you really learn something mm. in a lecture where, where a teacher's going yeah you should do this thing when mm. teaching and you're barely listening you're not going to remember that but the things it's like yeah. if you're in a lesson and a mm. kid's screaming at you and then you tell them off and they're really sad and then you help mm. them and they say thank you so much teacher you're the best ever yeah. that's the thing that's going to make uh, you 100 you know what i mean yeah, and going back to my teaching course, I did, when I was in the classroom, I'd say I learned 10, 20, 100 times more there mm. than being taught the theory of do this. But there, there's, of course, there's value of people passing on information to you that you don't mm. know in that way. But like you it said, needs to be a combination, doesn't mm. it? It needs to be a combination of that because you want some sort of teeing up to go and do the practical thing by learning a bit yeah. about the theory. But then for me, yeah, same as you, it's just practical yeah. doing it i've got a question for you dan go on so you're a relatively new father yep um to my lovely little nephew who's yep. the cutest he's so cute second he? cutest little boy ever <laughs> um 
He's the cutest me. <laughs> um, do you have any concerns about the education system in this country for your son? Or, or are you actually really happy and thinking, what a brilliant... That's a really good question. Mm. Um, I'd say with with the early stages of learning, I'd be a lot more happy at the moment because like learning how to read and write and mm. speak and that kind of thing. Um, I don't know enough to like have a really good yeah. idea, but I, I feel like that the basics, the UK has it right in, in learning that. Um, but I think as, as you get older, I'm, I'm going to... I haven't thought enough about it at the minute, but I'm definitely going to try to support him to to learn the best possible way he can, like doing extra mm. curricular activities mm. and stuff, not just sending him off to school and then that's it. Yeah, I don't know. What well, I guess you you've got your son's older, so you've probably mm. thought a lot more about this. Well, How, what, what do you? Think? Yeah, he's starting school in September, so it's quite yeah. You probably thought a lot so. more about this. So what have you? Well, I I think we you can't forget that we are incredibly lucky to have an education system like this in this country and a lot of people aren't that fortunate so we've got to be hugely grateful for that mm. opportunity for us and our children and and i think we're really lucky as well that this country is full of amazing teachers mm. which is can have such a huge impact Lots of however, toes. <laughs> however <laughs> i am i'm a bit concerned that i i do think schools are very slow to catch up with the modern world mm. um, in my experience and this is my experience of working in schools being at school and now mm. looking at it from afar um, I think in some ways the way that children are tested so it's like if you can remember uh, this stuff re- remember this clever. stuff and write it on a bit of paper then you're clever whereas it's like well actually this guy's the most creative person in this whole school, but he, he struggles to get this down on paper and he's then deemed not as good as everyone else. Mm. So I think I think there's still something there that needs to be worked on and the way that whole society looks at, mm. oh, who's, who's come out of school looking the best? Because mm. there are really hugely talented children that go relatively unnoticed because they're not good at certain things. But I, I think there are lots of... But na- now people are a lot more aware of that there's a lot of people beating that drum of the education system's broken yeah and i think it and also i've got one sort of question back to you you'll go you do you really know what happens in lessons now like because i i I would just imagine a lesson is like when i went to school which it definitely isn't because they've progressed with technology and stuff like well do do you know what they i don't know yeah so i I don't know exactly what happens in every classroom, obviously, because I'm not. And <laughs> there's, not? there's a lot that I don't know. But what I do know is it doesn't matter what happens in those classrooms mm. if at the end of it, uh, everyone gets the same thing, which is a piece of paper, paper with yeah, some yeah. letters or numbers okay, that on. that makes sense, yeah. Um, so actually what's happened that whole time might not change the outcome. Yeah, that is still the outcome of this, this still, decides okay, if you're right, good Okay, right, this decides if you can get this job mm. or go to this place to get more education. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And also, I do think the, the the current curriculum, I'm kind of thinking, why aren't there, why isn't there a subject of, uh, you know, environment? Mm. We know for the next, like, for, for our children's lifetimes. There is geography. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think, but, but you are right. I'm sure in the curriculum, they'll be learning more yeah, about yeah. the environment stuff. But why isn't that a huge focus? Because we know it's a huge focus for our children's generation. Did you not learn about sedimentary rocks and um, yeah, exactly. ISO something yeah. rocks? Yeah, yeah. so you'll be fine. <laughs> Just keep, yeah. I've got a question for you on yeah. that. Kind of on that. 
Um, we're hiring and stuff, mm. and we're going to be hiring more over the next few years. Do you take any consideration into someone that's the? And really think about this. Mm. Do you take any consideration into if if someone came with A stars in everything mm. they've ever done, and someone came with Fs in everything they've ever done? Mm. Do you do you not think that would impact your decision of hiring them at all? So I. If I'm completely honest, mm. I I rarely look at people's grades mm. uh, in in GCSEs or A levels mm. or, or the equivalent of yeah. those things. So the first thing that I look at is um, what basically what they've been doing. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, so you did go to school and secondary and mm. uh, did A levels and then you went to university and then you've been working here. Or so I do I look at their path through education mm. and things, but I don't actually take notice of the actual grades the grades um and i i do think and that kind of gives me some confidence because i hope there are other employers out there the same because i think you can mm. from from like your a levels when you're 18 if you're 22 or 23 going into a job so much has happened in that five years that would put Mm. you in a different position to be hired than from when you were 16 or 18 i was going to say what percentage expanding that question to the whole of the uk what percentage of employers do you reckon share the same opinion as you and what percentage don't Mm. I, think, I reckon it's something think, mental like 5% have that and 95%. Yeah, I think more wouldn't. And I, it's understandable. Some things. So I think if you're trying to work for, if you've come out of school at 18 and you're trying to work for some IT company, mm. they're going to look at your IT A level or yeah, equivalent yeah. of what that is these days. Mm. Baccalaureate, if you're doing a weird, different thing yeah. or you know whatever you're doing. And I guess that does make sense. Like, right, this was literally last year. I'm going to check that you've got a good level of knowledge mm. in this thing but i do think if if you're going for different jobs that are more general that the skills are actually like communication skills mm. and uh, people skills what was your grade in communication or, at school so um, you haven't got a grade yeah. for that, have you? <laughs> or like or they're going to do a sales role it's kind of like well, there's not a subject of sales so yeah. do you really need to look at the other subjects or oh, oh you got d's in religious education yeah. and, and geography i've got one more question mm. for you on that. Yeah. If what tip would you give someone who's there's loads of people might, that are listening that are probably mm. looking for jobs. Mm. If someone wanted a job in a certain company, yeah. What would they do? Like you're saying that oh your grades don't matter. Oh I've got mm. all A stars though. What so me having A stars isn't going to help me. So what should I be doing to get that job I want in uh, the company over there? So I think it obviously it depends what job because again if you want to be a doctor don't just go oh Lloyd on the Business Anchors podcast said <laughs> grades don't matter so I'll just I'll just pretend to be a doctor and speak about it and it'll be fine so terrible advice but clearly there are those things where your grades matter yeah. but I when I'm so I've in my previous role I used to hire like 150 people a year um, and go through obviously more interviews than mm. that and you've done a lot haven't yeah. you You're- and then obviously hiring people in this role i actually think i'm quite qualified to answer this question <laughs> a lot of the other stuff we talk about guys we make just it make up. it up but this i'm actually experiencing but yeah it's definitely about like even if you've left school and there's a year since you've left school if you then have a cv that just shows uh or, or all you can talk about in your um interview is oh, went traveling it was really good mm. everyone kind of people are awake to the fact that a lot of that time you would have been partying probably and doing, mm. and that's absolutely fine that's mm. cool but 
I think you just need a few things on your CV along the way to kind of be, oh, that's interesting. They've taken mm. that. So even if it's nothing to do with the job, oh, it's interesting. You volunteered at that food bank for a couple of weeks mm. in yeah. October last year. Yeah. Speak to me about that. Or it's like, or, oh, or you, you sold these things randomly on eBay yeah. for a. That's you did this. So you want to be a video editor and you've done this pro bono video for for this local charity or this local small business. Mm. It's things like that. Yeah. That, that only in a whole year you could get five you could do five things for two weeks mm. so 10 weeks of your year mm. and it would make your cv and your kind of Way story more. look really mm. interesting like oh this this person's got something about them mm. so that's what i that's what i would say mm. if you want to go traveling for a year do it but just think about what can i come out at the end of this year with on paper and that the i can build you tell the story a, of that's going to make me look interesting so you've got an something about you yeah yeah that's that been my tip cool. unless you want to be a doctor <laughs> do well at school yeah yeah cool. cool you got anything more interesting to add dan until we go into part two where we're going to be talking about more businessy related uh education stuff um no i think we've we've spoken a lot about cool. things i want to talk about so Let's i hope on. listeners you now know that we are the absolute world experts in education um if the education secretary secretary is listening and you want any consultancy, get in touch. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the phone will be ringing off the hook. <laughs> and uh, now you all know I'm a qualified teacher. Um, if you need me to teach your kids some good podcast lessons. Then get in then touch. Get in touch. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Part two, like I said, we're going to be talking about more of like the the educating yourselves in preparation of going into mm. business or running a business and good and the bad and the the fails we've had and the successes we've had in educating ourselves in that world so You're talking about how how have we learned how to do this stuff yeah should be good yeah and remember there's a huge opportunity for you <laughs> leave us a review with the words my face and your face could be on the tv of a business anchors podcast could Episode be seen by 13 it could be seen by literally tens of people <laughs> you be- could become world famous in very specific places like Denmark and Italy where we chart um, so yeah huge opportunity guys Just seriously make sure though it is get a big opportunity in because it helps us and it helps you if you're looking for a job imagine getting your face out to the world to those 73 we actually, people we guarantee a job <laughs> yes terms and conditions apply cannot absolutely guarantee a job thank you for listening you're listening to part two <laughs>